A man was arrested in a cemetery for allegedly trying to resurrect his dead grandma. And sexy but unreliable, women should beware men with deep voices. And also, someone bought a T-Rex skeleton for a record-breaking $31.8 million at an auction. These are the Weird Stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. I'm a Los Angeles comedian recording this episode inside a closet. I'm glad you joined me today. I got some weird stories from around the world. Per usual, let's do it. You're listening to Weird AF News with your host, Jonesy. So listen up. A man has been arrested and charged for trying to resurrect his dead grandmother in a cemetery. Knoxville, Tennessee officials say that a man was arrested after causing about $30,000 in damages at a cemetery. At about 2.30 in the afternoon on Monday, authorities responded to a report of some vandalism at a church cemetery on Huckleberry Springs Road. Ooh, Huckleberry Springs Road sounds like a lovely place. Not a place where people are digging up dead bodies. <laughs> well, when the officers arrived on the scene, they saw extensive damage to the cemetery. This included a lot of digging, like dug up spots here and there in the ground. Also some broken headstones. I'd imagine some flowers and gifts were scattered about. But is this a Halloween prank? What is going on here? Well, witnesses told the officers that a homeless man had stayed around the property and was actually responsible for damaging the cemetery. Officers identified the suspect, uh, 34-year-old Danny Frazier, who then told the officers he did destroy some of the property. But it was all in an effort to resurrect his dead grandmother, who was actually buried at the cemetery. But does Mr. Frazier even know where his grandmother is buried? It says here he dug up multiple spots in the ground and broke headstones. How do you explain that behavior? If you're just trying to find your grandmother, you should just pinpoint where her grave is and go to work. You should you should not deface or dig up any of the other plots, in my opinion. But then again, what do I know about resurrecting dead bodies? I know nothing, okay? I've just seen Frankenstein, and um, I didn't learn very much. Frazier was arrested and charged with vandalism and trespassing, but nothing demonic, which I thought was silly. He should be charged with something demonic related, right? This guy's trying to raise the dead. I mean, there's got to be a law against that, right? Now, a couple things are going on here. Either he's out of his mind and just damaging property and claims that it was all in the effort to resurrect his grandmother, who he greatly misses. Um, Or he's actually trying to resurrect his grandmother. And so I thought to myself, why would you resurrect your grandmother? And I came up with the top five reasons to resurrect your grandma. Here's reason number five. Well, you want someone to watch your your baseball or your basketball game. You know, this is for a younger person who's playing team sports. You know, Uh, oftentimes it's difficult to get your family members to come support you at your little league. You know, they have better things to do. Uh, You always have the grandparents, though, who are really just bored out of their minds. They'll come and watch your sport. They don't even care what it is. They don't even care how you do. They're just there to support. And it's one of the ways grandparents are very useful. Uh, Reason number four to resurrect your grandma. You need information about long-ago family stuff. Yeah. And and sometimes, you know, this is prior to social media or any sort of online record-keeping. Some of that family information and those stories are only inside the brain of your grandma. So you got to sit down with her and make her some tea 
get her to talk a little bit or maybe give her some whiskey, loosen her up a bit. Uh, my grandma I used to drink tea with, and she would tell me all sorts of stories about our family. We were um, we were loosely related to Rocky Marciano, uh, who's a, an Italian boxer of fame, and she would tell me stories about uh, about him. And, you know, grandmas are useful for this sort of stuff. Uh, reason number three to resurrect your grandma. You want to retrieve an important family recipe. Yes. Hey, hey, you know, don't discount those old school family recipes. They're amazing and they should be passed down. And sometimes, you know, your grandparent might pass away before giving you that recipe. You got to make sure you get that. That could be a reason to resurrect grandma. You want that old stuffed pepper recipe. That's what my great grandma used to make. Whoa, boy. Oh, did I say my grandma on the previous one? I meant my great-grandmother used to tell me stories. Okay, moving on. Reason number two to resurrect your grandma. You forgot to call her before she died. I mean, we always forget to call our grandmas, right? And, and you know, I deserve my grandma a call right now. And uh, I tell myself I'm going to do it. But I hardly ever get to it. And it's a shame. And I need, I need to put more effort into that. We always forget to call our grandmas, okay? So this is a reason to resurrect your grandma. Just to have a little convo, see how she's doing, and you know, before she goes back into the grave. <laughs> and the number one reason to resurrect your grandma, guys, hold on to your seats. Here it comes. Dun, dun, dun. The number one reason to resurrect your grandma. She owes you money. Yeah, you know. <laughs> she owes you some money, so you got to get her back. Hey, you better pay me, grandma, okay? What do you think this is? You can just die without paying me? You can't die on your debts, okay? I'm bringing you back to life. You better pay me that money, grandma. It's NFL season, and I owe a bookie. I'm going to resurrect my grandma. Going to bring her right back from the dead today. She owes me some money, and I'm going to make a dead-ass pay. Sexy, but unreliable. Women should beware of men with deep voices. Well, they're saying in the study that men with deep voices are inherently untrustworthy. Why is that? One woman says, because they are going to cheat on you, honey. Yes, but is this a generalization or has it been backed up by science? Well, a study was conducted by Southwest University to prove it. Several heterosexual non-smoking men were asked to read a list of words. These words were analyzed for frequency and pitch. Then the men were asked to take a psychological test in order to determine their attitudes towards infidelity and relationships. And guess what? Well, the men with deeper voices were found to be less committed to romantic relationships and more likely to cheat. Apparently, it has to do with testosterone levels. Oh, fascinating. Generally speaking, it says here, men with lower voices have more testosterone than men with squeakier voices. The researchers said, quote, Testosterone and the characteristics dependent on testosterone can be reliable indicators of quality-dependent conditions or behaviors. That was my impression of a nerdy scientist. Well, what does this mean, nerdy scientist? It means men with deep voices are a bunch of scoundrels, don't you know? But what about women that think the deep voices are sexy? Well, this is part of the problem. Women find men with deep voices sexy. It's true because deep voices are associated with high testosterone which suggests the men will produce healthy children. Ah, see, now I don't have a deep voice, really. Mine's in a, in a taller register, and I, I always thought it was because, I think it's because I'm a smaller person. You know, I'm a short guy. Um, I don't have a lot of mass, you know. I have the, I have the body of like a 16-year-old Asian boy is how I would, um, yeah, it's, it's small and hairless. 
Yeah, does that mean I don't produce a lot of testosterone? I don't know. I mean, I'm not I'm not buying it, all right? I play a lot of sports, okay? All right? I I beat up a lot of people, in case you're wondering. Oh, yeah, I just walked down the street punching mofos, okay? I think I got some testosterone. I'm just kidding. That's not true. I don't walk down the street and punch people. But, like, what does testosterone have to do with producing healthy children? Really? Is this a thing? I want to see the science that backs that up. I can understand women being attracted to a lower voice register. I mean, sexy voices are a thing. But maybe this means that if you are a deep-voiced man, women are throwing themselves at you all the time because they want some of those healthy babies. I still question whether or not that means you're going to have healthy babies. But if women are throwing themselves at you around the clock, you're eventually going to cave into temptation. Is that why these deep-voiced men are more likely to cheat? But then again, wouldn't we be blaming the women at that point for the men being unfaithful? I don't know what to think of this. I ask you guys, do you believe any of this? Ladies, are you more attractive to a man with a... With a deeper voice, register. And men with the deep voices. Are you cheating all over the place? Get your act together. My goodness. You should call the show, 646-450-2012. You should also listen to me do an impression of Barry White as he so eloquently introduces the song, I'm going to love you just a little more, baby. Oh, it feels so good. You lying here next to me. Oh, what a groove. You have no idea how it feels. My hands just won't keep still. I love you, baby. Oh, I love you. I just want to hold you. Run my fingers through your hair. Oh, out of sight. And now I'm ready to make a healthy baby. Oh, yeah. Somebody bought a T-Rex skeleton for a record-breaking $31.8 million. The remains of a Tyrannosaurus Rex that lived some 67 million years ago have been sold at an auction for over $30 million, which is a world record for a fossilized dinosaur. The near-complete T-Rex skeleton, named Stan, now belongs to an anonymous buyer who secured the milestone bid at the 20th Century Evening Sale, which was held this week at Christie's in New York City. The hefty price tag dwarfs what the Field Museum in Chicago paid for its T-Rex, named Sue, uh, which cost them $8.4 million in 1997. At the time, Sue held the title of the most expensive dinosaur and had that for two decades until this past week, when Stan was purchased. Now, Stan was expected to attract a price that was comparable to Sue, but the bidding war blew past the $8 million guide price within minutes and ended up at $27.5 million, with a few million more tacked on for commission fees and other costs. James Heislip, who is head of Christie's Science and Natural History Department, called this opportunity to buy the dinosaur Stan a once-in-a-generation chance. Here's a quote from James. Yes, there simply aren't T-Rexes like this coming to market. It's an incredibly rare event when a great one is found. <laughs> That's my impression of someone who works for a uh, <laughs> an auction house. <laughs> uh, this T-Rex named Stan was discovered in 1987 by its namesake, amateur paleontologist Stan Sacrison in South Dakota. And for decades, Stan has been on display at the Black Hills Institute of Geological Research in Hill City, South Dakota. Measuring 40 feet in length, 13 feet tall, Stan is among the most complete T-Rex fossils in the world, 
The specimen contains 188 total bones, representing about 70% of the original full skeleton. These skeletal features suggest that Stan was a male. Because of the dinosaur's exceptional condition, casts of Stan have ended up at dozens of museums around the world. Stan's skull also is particularly well-preserved. Given that the buyer remains unidentified, it's unclear where Stan the T-Rex skeleton will end up. Yeah, I mean, uh, first of all, you're a pretty eccentric person for buying this, I'd imagine. And so given that, they're probably going to put it in a in an eccentric location, like, I don't know, right next to the microwave. I, <laughs> well, I assume maybe inside the house, right? I mean, it's it's 13 feet high, so it's not crazy, right? You could put it in if you had a high ceiling foyer or something. I assumed if you have enough money to spend $30 million on a T-Rex skeleton, you have a foyer. You know, it could be an outdoor display as well, okay? But then you got to worry about the elements, all right? If you're spending 30-something million on this 67-million-year-old skeleton, you want to make sure it's preserved somehow. You probably have to hire somebody full-time to make sure that the thing is preserved as well. If you got this skeleton, you have to hire like a skeleton upkeeper, you know, like a, I don't know what you call them. I guess something like a T-Rex skeleton caretaker. Is this a job position? I don't, I don't I could do this, actually. I think I could do this. You just dust it all day and keep the kids away, right? Is that what you do? No, you cannot hang Christmas lights off Stan's torso. I'm keeping my fingers crossed and toes crossed that this remarkable fossil stays in the public domain for all to enjoy, says the person who runs the auction house. I hope so, too. I want to enjoy this. I think people should enjoy this. I mean, especially as it's the the most uh, accurate skeleton ever unearthed, the most well-preserved. It has the most bones. It's the best. I mean, it's so good that they've duplicated it for all of these various natural history museums all across the world. So it's got to be tip-top shape, you know? Maybe this person – is it a coincidence this person is buying it just in time for Halloween? Maybe there's going to be some crazy haunted house that this person is creating and Stan will be you know, a pivotal uh, attraction as part of this haunted house. Could be. Oh, man, I hope somebody buys my skeleton for $30 million. I don't think my skeleton will be worth anything, really, but I'm just imagining that'd be pretty cool if, you're, uh, if you were that important and rare that your skeleton was worth this much. I'd imagine you could probably get like 10 bucks for my skeleton. Hey, my friends. Thanks for being there for the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You've made it to the very end of this episode of Weird AF News. Tell them what they've won, Raj. Well, you guys have all won uh, a free trip to Hawaii because you listened to the entire episode of Weird AF News. I'm just kidding. You've won nothing. (laughs) You get to listen to the outro, though. And there's some information in here that you might find very uh, valuable to your life. Um, especially if your name happens to be Kelly Dunn. Oh, yeah, Kelly Dunn. I want to give a big thanks because Kelly sent me some some masks. Oh, yes, she mailed me masks. One of them has a Halloween theme. It's got some bats on it. Oh, so cool. Man, I wore that mask to work. People were jealous, obviously. It's a, it's a mask with bats on it. Duh. <laughs> so thank you, Kelly Dunn, for mailing me those. Um, I, just such a lovely gesture. Um, and I, I appreciate the love and support as always. Kelly's been a long time fan of the show. I also got a cup of coffees were bought for me by Andy Warren. So I want to give some love to Andy Warren for buying me some coffee. 
And Andy wrote me a nice note. He wrote, keep it up, Jonesy. I listen every morning on Google before work, and it sparks funny AF conversations for the whole day. Florida Friday definitely makes California look a lot less insane. <laughs> keep it up, man. I guess I think he's from Cali. That's why I did that accent. I don't know if Andy Warren actually sounds like that, but in my mind, he does. And uh, in my mind, he's a, a lovely individual who, who likes to give and, uh, and support Weird AF News. So much love to Andy Warren. I got a nice review on iTunes. It's uh, not only is it nice, it's very weird. Uh, it's by Kerr Wren. And it's a very strange review. I, I can't really get to the bottom of this, but maybe you can help me here. It's five stars. The title of the review is Very Angry. A-N-G-E-R-Y. Very angry, but yet five stars. Okay. Then it says, Your podcasts deserve zero stars. S-T-A-R-S-E. Stars. Zero. But Apple, A-P-P-E-L, only let me do one stare, meaning star. So I am doing five times of one stars. I did not see even why the joke was funny. Do I look like I am blind? I cannot see in Braille. Jonesy, spelled J-O-A-N-S-Y. I am going to spec to the manager. He live in Florida, and he will be very, V-A-R-Y, mad when he finds out about Florida Fridays. <laughs> this quite possibly is might be the weirdest funniest review I've ever got. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> Your podcast deserves zero stairs, but Apple only lets me do one. So I'm giving you five. <laughs> well, thank you, Kerr Wren. Um, man, I, I, I hope that I have more interaction with Kerr Wren because this is clearly a hilarious individual. Um, thank you for the review and the five stairs. I appreciate that so much. Uh, you guys can leave me a review on Weird on Weird on uh, on iTunes or Amazon, as a matter of funk, and I would appreciate that. Please check out WeirdAFNews.com, the new website, and uh, on there you can you can uh, support the show, and you can join the Patreon from there, and that'll uh, that'll give you access to some Weird AF content that you ordinarily wouldn't get, such as bonus episodes and whatnot. Uh, yeah, and I'm toying with an idea of doing a monthly. Uh, personal story rant on there where I just tell a story and put that on the Patreon because I you know I tell anecdotes but I always make them kind of short I don't get too detailed because the segments I like to keep the segments here under if possible under five minutes um, so the stories that I do here are usually just partial stories you're just getting the cliff notes so and I, I got some good stories I mean I've, I've been around so um, I've done some crazy shit you know, not, not super crazy stuff, but, you know, so I've done some stuff. Um, I've had some fun and uh, weird things have happened to me. Funny things have happened to me. I've done some funny things. And so um, I, I think I might share some of those on the Patreon. So if you join the Patreon, you get to, you know, experience all of this and you get to join a nice little club on there. It's a nice group of people. Um, not many, but, uh, you know, not quantity, but quality, quality people, you know, good citizens, you know, people you can people that will, uh, you know, have a beer with you on a porch, pass you a blunt. You know, these kind of people, people, kind of people I love. Salt of the earth people, all right? Salt of the earth. I don't even know what salt of the earth means. Me and my buddy were trying to figure this out the other day without Googling, and we, we didn't come up with the answer. So if you know what salt of the earth is, maybe you are a salt of the earth type of person. I would, I'd imagine you might be um, because you listen to this podcast, and the people that listen to this show are, well, they're weird, of course, but uh, good people, man. Good people listen to this show. I tell you right now. I know because they reach out to me. They email me. 
and I hear from them, and, <laughs> and they're great. Absolutely great. You can email me too if you're listening right now, listener. Funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also call the show if any of those stories uh, made you feel like there was something inside of you that you needed to express. So uh, you can call the show 646-450-2012. Check me out on Instagram too. Follow what Jonesy's doing on a daily basis. At Funny Jones. Um, yeah, and if you like lip sync videos, then you'll like what I posted yesterday. It's all good, guys. Life is good. And uh, life is so good uh, that today is Thursday, and that means tomorrow is Friday. And you know what that means. That's Florida Friday coming up. So send me articles. Yay! Hey, Jonesy, this is Liz in Puerto Rico, and a uh, long-time fan, and uh, caught your episode tonight. And it's, I had to call in and let you know, your singing voice doing Robert Smith style, The Cure, is on point. If you haven't, you should compose some songs, do some karaoke, put your voice out there in the world, man. It's brilliant. That's that. That's the first thing. And the second thing is I caught the joke about files being inside the computer. Zoolander! Zoink! Anyways, great job. Keep the good work. Uh, certainly is a highlight of my day when I when I hear the weird AF news. It it brightens my day. Um, really like your perspective, like your hard work because finding all this stuff is pretty pretty uh, time consuming. Truly is. Um, anyways, oh and lastly, have you checked out the website called fark dot com? Fark dot com. Fark. Dot com and it's a compendium of news links to really random news articles and things like that and they've got ha- hashtag that's just Florida that's just Florida so anytime any news comes out of Florida hashtag Florida and uh, the funny part about the website is it's, it's no buttons or whistles there's no um, graphics or anything but the headlines are all which are the links to the actual news sites. The headlines are all very hilarious and all custom written for uh, maximum humorous effect. I am sure you're aware of this website, but on the off chance that you're not, I needed to pass along this gem towards you. Okay, keep up the great work, Jonesy, and thank you so very much for informing the world of what the fuck is going on out there. (laughs) Thanks. Bye-bye. Jonesy, relax, man. Dreams are those little movies that your brain is playing to let you know that you don't know what's going on, man. Now, I may have been sipping on Grandpa's cough syrup a little long today, but the only dream that matters is a dream where you can get a Burger King cheeseburger, McDonald's french fries, Wendy's chicken nuggets, and an Arby's old school pineapple milkshake at the same drive-thru, Jonesy. That's what I'm talking about. Let that sit. Let that fester. This has been the Angry Florida Man. Not quite as angry as I should be. Just right. Good afternoon, Jonesy. It's Michael calling from Iowa City. Yesterday, you did the story about the hypnotist. (laughs) While he had his male patients under hypnosis, the story goes he was giving them rectal exams, prostate exams, 
Uh, come on. This brings me back to the story from last week about the doctor who down in Florida on Florida Fridays, his patient was brought to ejaculation, brought to orgasm. Uh, what is it here? What's this theme with these uh, medical people? In this case, the hypnosis guy doesn't have any medical degree. Um, are they doing this for their own sexual gratification or pleasure? The story that you did about this hypnosis guy, what is it that says he's given them a prostate exam and not just, you know, violating them sexually in some way? What What is it that makes it specifically a prostate exam? Why do we think he's not just, you know, violating them for his own sexual gratification rather than a specific prostate exam? Um, is the story vague about this? Is one of the guys not under the complete hypnotic spell so that he can tell that the guy is just checking out his prostate? I, I wonder about the specifics of that. And thus, I go back to my question from last week. I wanted to do a, an informal polling of your listeners to call in and give their experience with prostate exams and how long they last. You know, I said all of mine have been between three and eight seconds where they're checking the actual prostate and none of them certainly long enough to arouse me or lead me to the point of ejaculation or orgasm. And I wondered if any of your listeners have called in since last week when I put out that request for people to call in. Have you heard back from anyone? Uh, yeah, I'm curious about that. Seriously, has anyone called in, Jonesy, and, and uh, weighed in on that? So uh, I'm still curious about that, just wondering uh, what the heck is going on here. Uh, I can't imagine that the guy is just examining their prostates unless he's, you know, in his own mind thinks he's a doctor and that's what he's doing. So crazy stuff. Anyhow, thanks a lot for taking my call. Appreciate it. Take care.